Hey, welcome back to We're Not Made for Everyone's Podcast. We got our co-host on here today, Jay's on here, and you got this the prophet here. We're here to talk about some current events and some things from this executive order that's still having some effects and what people are doing to fight back, and then some other things he tried to put in effect that did not work. So, Jay, I sent you some articles about how some families and parents that he said he was giving the power to make choices are filing lawsuits against him about that they cannot mandate any mask in schools. Did you see those articles? Yeah, I did. I did. But what's really the main issue here is not a matter of um, families' rights. This mm-hmm. whole situation is not that he's he's putting something that has nothing to do with the situation in the front, in the front lines. The main thing that is an issue is a public health concern. It's not an issue of family rights that I don't understand how that even became a thing because this is a public health concern. It's not it's not it has nothing to do with the family's rights. It has nothing to do with choice. It has to do with the fact that what's better for the greater good. Correct. That's very correct. And I, I believe a lot of the parents are on that mindset. I think he took a handful of his supporters who were saying something and followed that and pulled, like we said in the last um, episode, pulled the research from Brown University that really based it on something of a private school that was in a suburb area that was not a very diverse group of people. He pulled that information and tried to put it and tried to stop funding somebody if they implemented public safety within the school you remember that from the um, yes 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 i remember that and so with the what the i believe it's, it's probably right now last time i checked it we definitely had definitely three and one of them was a, was a child with disabilities so how does it make sense in his mind <coughs> that He's thinking of the parents' safety to make the ch- to take their choice away. That's what he really did. He took their choice away. He overstepped bounds. He went into basically people's private home that they can have discussion what they need to do. Because even with the mandates that we did have before, if you provide medical documentation or you supply religious documentation, they was honoring that still. But the thing is, is this he's. He's a he's a constant reminder of Trump of of the of the former regime. He's a constant reminder of of Trump politics. And I don't know if you noticed this or not, but Trump is not in office anymore. So I don't know why he's still keeping on with his policies, his mindset, his his rhetoric. There's right is there's no point to it. More and more science is coming out. More and more evidence is coming out. And this guy is constantly choosing to go with things like if this was spring, like if this was March of last year. You have too much science proving it. So in what he's saying, it kind of brings us to the point that, you know, we have three schools. Right now in our area, there are at least three counties that have set up that the students and staff are mandated to wear masks. The way they worded it is a reevaluation every 30 days. So it does not affect what he said in the executive order because he thought he had it airtight, which he didn't. I found loopholes in it before these these schools and these districts began to come up with things. So if they looked at the way I said where I looked at it, they had they saw the loopholes where he can't say nothing. So as the numbers are being fluctuating or going up. They will mandate that people wear masks as part of their dress code. See, Dr. Jenkins in uh, Orange County, and I forgot the new one in Seminole County, they looked at it because they understand legal points of view. So they did wise. So just make it a part of the dress code. If the numbers are this, 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 this is part of the dress code for attending school in person. There you have it. it and he can't do nothing about it because it's evaluated on a, a, a month-to-month basis. So it did not set as like most mandates, it would go from this day to this day. It's just going from month to month. So he can't even even bother with trying to stop their funding, which was not constitutional to stop funding from a school that it was trying to have public safe 
Safety. Because the pro- yeah, exactly. Because that's part of the that's part of the Florida rights for public schools. Safety, that's the main thing. That's one of the main components. Safety, and if, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And if you can't, if if you can't assure safety, safetyness or, or for the kids, then that's the case. You're violating the state's constitution. That's very correct. I don't. You know, it's like some people like try to be so smart and so intelligent and try to sound like they know what they're talking about, but have never researched it, never have seeked legal um, counsel on what to do and how to do it. They just go in there and do stuff, a.k.a. like 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 number 45, the 45th president that really never understood what it was to do. He just put executive orders, executive orders. I remember he was he's one of the presidents that has put out the most executive orders, not because he did not have the House in the Senate to support what he was doing. He was just thinking this was his corporation. He could run it like he wanted to. Yeah, and that's where he got it wrong because that's that's not what this country is about. This this is not a dictatorship. This is not a tyrannical regime. <laughs> he tried. He tried, but it no. Democracy. And he always threatens the democracy of this country. And a lot of Republicans who follow behind, say what you want and do what you want, fall into that trap of violating the democracy of the country, but not realizing the back, the drop back and all the fallbacks and all the consequences come behind of that idea. You just think of right now how you could benefit, just like he's not closing nothing down in our state, the governor, and not realizing other governors who are Republican-led are looking like, hey, we got to do something about this. So I can't just think in the moment. I have to think about what's happening now and how to make it with later on. Man, he, they, they're not worried about that, man, because the thing is, Florida is willing to back up whoever that's, that's red, even though they say it's a swing state. It's really not. And the problem with it is that our main... One of our main revenues is tourism. Yeah, and if you, you sorry, they play. You you can do tourism safely. You could do it in a place. You didn't want to come up with the vaccine passport, which would make sense coming and going from here. That it will control what is going coming in and out to make sure it maintains safe, and people are still allowed to have fun, go to the parks go to the beaches, you know, do do things that, 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 that tourism brings the money here. If you do those things and set it up to be safe, you can still have business. You can still have the economic system grow and begin to get bit better than setting going backwards. But you don't want to be safe and doing it in a safe manner. Exactly. Like, uh, all it really, like, if, if he was taking the time to actually see, if he truly cared, if he would have taken the time and see what the the you know the, the 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 Caribbean countries that are doing that are taking these protocols seriously, he could be fine. Granted, Florida's a lot bigger than those Caribbean nations. I understand, but if you used to pretty much emulate it and match the scale with the state and areas that are key key visiting um key visiting destinations like um Miami, Orlando, Tampa, you know those major cities. If he was to take the time to actually replicate it or emulate it in a way that makes sense for Florida, we wouldn't we wouldn't be epicenter, and possibly the same for Texas. Well, here here I find it ironic the same states that 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 you know Trump won in, and they they um, changed a lot of the voting laws, even though their state Trump won that state. So why would you change the voting laws in a state that they still was supporting Republicans? It's like I won the race. Now I'm gonna shoot myself in the foot. Now they they had a, they had the intentions. They, they they came up with all these voting voting laws so like that they could stay in power. But actually, in the things that they've done, because people believe it or not, Florida has a lot of rural areas. You just made a hard go. Your non-educated white voters who support how Trump is you actually made it difficult for them to vote. They don't see that. And this is why this is why this stuff of misinformation is messing up. Misinformation, like like 
I had a discussion with Florida Florida man yesterday about what is misinformation happening. People get the misinformation about the vaccine, misinformation about what it is to properly what masks are doing to protect you. What 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 are the true numbers of what's going on with with the Delta variant and how how does this COVID mutate and everything? All this misinformation is really jacking up the whole system. And then when you got the people who are fighting to give you the proper information, people fight them. Why would you have a whole rally? And I'm talking about within our state of people want to burn masks, talking about they don't work. But here's something: if the masks are working when they, everybody was doing it, they had the lowest rate of influenza in the state of Florida. Um, they had the rate of people catching just a common cold because people were wearing masks. And you telling me masks don't work? And you got the data to prove it. And the funny thing, and and well, I got to do my research on this part too. Um, I was talking to um, one of my brothers. They they sent me an article from the Washington Post saying that the vaccine was the pretty much responsible for creating the variant. And you know, no. not understanding the I, way how what's up? I would say no. No, I'm going to say no, because anybody who's ever studied viruses, viruses mutate when you don't isolate it and control them from spreading. Because what did they do? They continue to spread. They can then adapt to surroundings around them and know, learn how to be stronger and survive at a stronger rate. That's why every time they had any other thing, they tried always tried to isolate it and keep it in one area so they didn't have time to mutate to be able to affect the rest of the population. And so... I get what people try to say in that article, but the basis of what a virus does, that's why it was so hard to try to find a cure or a stronger vaccine for HIV because it's an always ever mutating, changing thing. Because the strain somebody got back in 1999 is not the same strain they got in 2019. It's not the strain, same strain they get in 2021. So it's an ever-changing, evolving thing because it learns how to survive longer. You just yeah. got a little bit about viruses, and I'm not trying to push down what the article saying, but I'm going by the facts that I have read, and I and I have medical professionals that I that I'm surrounded by in my family and people my my friend circle who understand. And I got people I know that who understand epidemiology, so I'm, I'm just going with the information that I could pull up. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was literally about to say all of that. Well, not about about that. I was going to say viruses are living organism that adapts and mutate so like that they could do the main thing that any li any living organism does avoid avoid dying survival but you you pretty much took what i said and made it better <laughs> I, I i guess because I've, I've been around medical professions all my life and people still surprised i'm not a uh, medical md or a you know biologist working at cdc how i can look and study and be fascinated what things do and how they change, how they affect the body, and how they work on the sailor, you know. But that's a whole discussion for a whole nother day. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's that I think the misinformation is really damaging to us. A lot of times people blame the media. Media has a, a factor in it, but it's not always that. Media only reports the information that's been given to them. A lot of times, media does not know how to research it to fact check it to verify what is being said. Sometimes they get information somebody at this point, and sometimes when they put post, uh, put those articles at, they put a disclaimer at. We don't support, we're not in this, we're just providing the information that was provided to us. And the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that um, there's two ways you can look at the media. One way, you could just see it as a trailer because they only give you snippets and brief moments of what's going on. Whether or not, if you choose to research it on your own, that's that's what you're supposed to do. They say, hey, look, they only give you the what. And the second thing is, which is exactly what I just said, the media, and the second way I see the media, is like a flashlight in the dark. Well, you don't use a flashlight. You don't use a flashlight as an actual tool to investigate. You use yeah. a flashlight as an actual tool to help you see. So like that, once you see it, you could come up with your own reasoning behind it and that's yeah. essentially what the media and the news is is that if you see it from if you see it 
and interpret it with that analogy, you you it, it, it'll, it'll, you 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 start to learn to see things in a better way because the news they'll never tell you everything or the why. They'll tell you the what and the how. Always the what and the how and the where, but never the why. Very true, because we look at media as a, as a point of information. The information does not have to be factual. It's just the information. Yes. And, and, and unfortunately, there's a lot of people that like the critical thinking or, or, the, or, or the critical thinking skills to actually interpret it in that way and see things for what they are. And, and, and that's a problem. They, they just hear one thing and then they'll just regurgitate it or think it's the truth rather than going beyond the surface. I'm going to bring it to a different arena to what you just said. So that's how the black church had functioned for a long time. Only took what the preacher said as a gospel truth and not took time to research and, and seek it and find the information on their own. And that's why some people got into these things. That's why very easily for a lot of people of the African descent would get caught up in cults because they were, they were taught ingrained and brought up to just take the information at face value instead of researching it. And when people got the enlightenment, research it and find out their own, they started waiting away from those things. But that was a big thing going on there. That's how everybody got easily involved in something. When people are become to a place where they were not taught to research and find the information on and just take people face value, when they were taught and they brought breaking away from that, that's when you start seeing a change. Like now, I think they, to, to my personal opinion, key word, this is my personal opinion out there, leaders, that the listeners, that I believe that's where they're trying to push education. They're only trying to push to provide something that they want to provide in their life and you are to take it at face value and not to research it on your own. That's what they want. That's my personal opinion. And, and the thing is, too, when it comes up to the whole misinformation, it's affecting everybody in general because they're getting better at it. But the people that are definitely getting hit with all this misinformation are the older people. Yep. The older people that think that any because the, the, the sad thing about it is this. It's it's almost what they're watching is a cartoon in a sense of it's so false, it's so blatantly fake, but because of the fact that it's real images, they assume that everything that they seeing, the graphics, the the, the, the the video footage, the narrative that that video that they are seeing and sharing is true. Because of the, because of the images, and they fail to realize that just because just because it appears that way, that doesn't make it true. You can put anything. You can put you can put any graphics, and they have images to support that that graphics or text. And you and and, and if you're not a critical critical thinker, you could interpret it as being true. Can, can I break it? It's going to be a little graphic. The, the illustration I'm going to give is just for warning. Warning y'all, it's gonna be graphic. All right. <laughs> Someone who's been watching porn all their life and finally gets the chance to actually have engaged into sexual intercourse. Porn is theatricals put on and make sure it gives a fantasy or something. And when you have in real life, it doesn't add up to that. You're not going to get that reaction. You're not going to get all of these these false images painted. But as long as you don't actually engage in the real deal, you'll never know how fake it is. Mm. Well said. I wouldn't even think about using that analogy, but well said, actually. That's why we got to be careful with misinformation. That's why I was told I don't have any living biological children. But I always teach my, my, my nieces and nephews and other, you know, children that can call me dad um, about make sure when somebody tells you something, find what they're saying and be able to understand what they're saying and see what they're trying to get from them, what they're doing. Just like I told them, when somebody quotes something or try to give you a scripture according to the Bible, 
research it, see the context of the time that it was written, understand who they was talking to so you can do it. So make sure nobody's not twisting something and turning the facts to get what they want and get their agenda out there to, to maybe mind blow you and get you in the wrong direction or tell you, no, it's not this or no, it's not that. And research. that's the and that's the thing about misinformation. It's, I'm glad that you mentioned because the thing is, is this: they, it's like misinformation. It could, it could, it could be blatantly fake, or it could work like a, um, like let's just say, like below, like baloney or hot dogs. Oh God, nasty. Go ahead. They will, they will blend in some truth in there, and. And then they'll throw in a bunch of nonsense in that in that truth. So by the time the product is done, you got a hot dog. You don't know what the heck is. You don't know what the heck is it. You don't know what meat it is. You know it's a hot dog, but you could you wouldn't be able to know what it is. And with that being said, you wouldn't be able to tell you what the ingredients are, being the truth or which one's nonsense or made up. And that's how it works. That's very true. That, 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 but that's the power. Key word. That's the power of misinformation. And unless you're a person that has been taught, I come to talk from an early age, or you have this, you you are inquisitive enough in you to to research, to have the curiosity. But how does that really work? What's in that? If you don't have that almost naturally ingrained in you, you can fall for anything. For real, and that's and that's why these conspiracy YouTubers, these conspiracy people on social media, are getting a following, and people actually are drinking the Kool Aid. Jim Jones reference, and I'm not talking about the rapper. No, I got you, old Jim Jones. You got you. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of lined up what I was saying about drinking the Kool Aid. <laughs> but this kind of other stuff to debate, you know, and the. And that's why you really got to know. And the people who ran, they really killed them because they didn't want them, the other people who, who knew the facts to get out and tell the facts. So they, a lot of times people with misinformation would do anything to make sure people stay misinformed. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, they got to gain from it. Yeah, I did. That. <laughs> that's the power of it. Ah. Let's look. Let's. I'm gonna look at another thing that we need to talk about. We're looking at one of the cases. It's temporary right now, but they're making sure that I believe it's Norwegian cruise lines. They're making sure that when you book your cruise, you must show verification that you are vaccinated to keep safe because that is a controlled environment. That's an isolated environment. Everybody stays on the ship. Majority of the cruises, so they want to create the most safe environment. So. That's why the judge say, no, you cannot deny that. And everybody on there needs to be safe. I don't find no disagreements with that because if I want to go on a cruise, I don't want to get sick. Once again, it comes down to money. Nobody wants their pockets. Nobody want to hurt their pockets. And that's the main thing that, that this pandemic coronavirus did. It hurt everybody's pocket. Everybody out there trying to have a good time and hang out. And the people that provided the space to do so, they got rocked. Like, it got so bad with the cruise lines that they was willing to give a week, a, a, a week all-inclusive for, like, like half or less than half of the price that they would normally charge. It's the kind of right now for what it used to be because they're trying to build it up. I, but, but it's the thing that you're saying. It really is. It was like, these are the times people enjoying everything. And they're trying to keep what, what people are enjoying doing, getting away. You, you go on a cruise. Let, let, let's look at it. You go on a cruise. Food is covered. If you if you want, you're a person who enjoy libations and everything, they have a package that you have in this libations. You have a way to enjoy yourself and don't have to do nothing. You get to go to different places in the Caribbean and don't have to worry about have to find the hotels there. You get to enjoy. You're shopping. When you kind of get tired of looking at the people, you can get off. Get back on the ship and go back to your little cabin and, and go back to some what that's been Americanized a little bit so you don't have to be stuck there. I'd rather enjoy the culture of the, of the island, I really do enjoy that, but that's a whole nother discussion for another day. But the cruise <laughs> is very just like a lot of the re, um, resorts on the island, 
they keep almost Americanized to keep you in that thing. And they keep you all these excursions to do around the resort so you can enjoy it. And they try to keep you in a bubble. That's why most places like those on the islands had a resort. But you would now, you know, I don't know if you would look at some of the bookings, but you have to set it up like three days extra before, three days after. Because you have to come in, get tested, get your results. And once you get some results, the same negative, you can go and enjoy it. And then uh. you, when you leave there, you got to take another test. Before you can leave, you got to have another test that says negative. Then you can come back to your home country or wherever you are. Not knowing wherever you come back to, you might have to be isolated again. So basically, it's like you go on a vacation for a week. You need at least three weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, and I think two things I'm going to say. Um, one, in regards to the whole thing, is true. It's like that in every major island or tourist destination. Mexico is like that. The Dominican Republic especially is like that. Jamaica is like that. Where they put that this resort is essentially a bubble. You're right. Because when you leave and you actually see what the locals are living or how they're living, you're going to run that, go right back to the resort and act like nothing ever happened. Too much. Chris Rock, I mean, yeah, Chris Rock essentially said it the best way. You're leaving, you're leaving your plane in Jamaica to go to the resort from the airport to the resort. It's looking like it's looking like wow. Did you see little kids eating dreadlocks uh, and like like he pretty much just made the scenery. Then when you in there, it's color. It's no longer black and white. It's not gray anymore. <laughs> but that's a that's a beautiful analogy on how to put it because that's essentially how it's like from the airport to the resort. You're seeing a bunch of things that's like oh no. <laughs> this is how people actually live. But then you forget about it. Because they give you a free pina colada, and that's his words. Oh, a, well, we'll see. In the Bahamas, be a Bahama mama. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there you have it exactly. And um, the second thing, in regards to um, the whole, the whole cruise thing, is this: it's be- the cruise and resorts, but more so cruises. The thing about cruises is that you're essentially in a in a petri dish. Mm-hmm. When you're in there, because you're stuck in there, you're in a super controlled environment in which everybody's able to move around anywhere, whether it's you, the crew, or whatever. So if you sneeze somewhere, the other crew, crew member gets the crew member get exposed to it. It exposes to the other crew members and staff and personnel, and then it leads to the passengers, and then it creates a, cha- a, a domino effect that nobody wants. So it will make perfect sense that cruise lines get super duper strict with the with the sanitation. I wouldn't be surprised they'll hire somebody just strictly to sanitize the joint. They have, and they have to because they know they know what could happen. Well, even now, I wouldn't feel comfortable going on a cruise if I'm being honest with you. Well, I will tell you the cruise line that I enjoyed when I was going on cruises because sometimes it was easy to go. It was easier to just go on a cruise. Everything was paid for, all of that. And then, you know, we would just go and enjoy it. And the one that I enjoyed because I knew they were clean because you would see the process of them cleaning was Royal Caribbean. I was on Carnival. I didn't feel safe. I had my, you know, because I traveled with with, with um, Lysol spray and wipes and everything already. Yes. So I just felt, and I kind of stayed in my room. If I went somewhere, I had my wipes, and I wiped down where I sat down. And it was time I said I was being real kind of bougie and everything. But I, I say bougie, bougie it does. But however, I want to be safe. I don't want to be sick on no trip. So For real. But everybody that's everywhere. And the thing is, when there's a bunch of people, there's, there's going to be a population of those people that aren't the most hygienic group. Mm-hmm. And it's always best to 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 be safe than sorry. I'm sorry. Because whenever there's a bunch of people involved, that's why, that's why for the life of me, you will never, ever see me use a porta potty oh, Not even if it's a number one. I'd rather pee in the bushes than, 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 than to use a porta potty Think, ab- think about it. Bushes would be safer. 
think about it because you already know they're going to use the bathroom. Lord knows who is using it. The, if they even wash their hands, if there's even a hand washing station, and then they touch the door, and then the next person, nah, I'm good, man. I don't know how I got to that discussion, but yeah, people are nasty. <laughs> being safe and not get sick and spread. I, I, I will give you this. I'm going to give you a little corner. Sometimes when I travel and I have to have to drive places, what I don't like to do, I'd rather fly, but when I drive, I'm not going to lie to you that you can go to Walgreens and probably CVS. The portable urinal it's like a cup take that with you you gotta stop sometimes and you know it's looking kind of crazy pull that out throw a hoodie over your your area urinate relieve yourself put that out dump that get some if the place got some hot water and some little bleach i carry that with me rinse it out bleach toilet, seal it back up put in the car keep moving there you have it I'm just telling you, I, I I understand what you mean about safety. I have I have lived with majority of my life with a, a compromised immune system that tried to attack my kidneys and bladder, and I had had surgery last year. Trust and believe. I try to keep things and be as clean as possible, and I want things around as clean as possible. Florida boy who worked with me right now still. He already has got a, a used to and adapted to the smell of bleach being everywhere. <laughs> so I'm not trying to get any kind of virus, bacteria, sickness at all. So just letting you know, we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, man. It's and, and you know what's funny about it? I remember when COVID first happened, like it was seen as a big deal. And then there was also a stigma involved with getting it. Oh, yeah. It was almost as if, ew, you got it? You that nasty? And then as the virus started to spread more. It wasn't bad about you being that nasty. It's just no. somebody around you just didn't care that much about you. Or didn't even know they had the dang thing. A lot of them did not know. We will go with, definitely with that. A lot of them did not know. And a lot of people try to downplay it or dismiss it. Even even me. Like, I thought, you know, like every time I get sick, I don't think it's COVID. I just think it's the common cold. And then it turns out, and then it turns out that um, where I work at, the entire house, including the staff, they got sick and they came back positive. Everybody came back positive. And then I got, and then I had to get tested. I had to follow the, the, co the company's and the organization's instruction. We know you good, but see here. Here's the thing: what what concerns me about that when a whole house, just about the whole house, that's not letting me know uh, this is the first strand of COVID nineteen. This means this is a variant because I quickly it spread. Yeah, but the thing is, is this: there has not been an outbreak at that place I work in. There was only one throughout the entire time that the pandemic happened. They've because they've been under strict restrictions. And, and and that and see that's the thing was things were functioning people were going to work right, but they had to follow certain protocols. But that's some lockdowns are not actually stopping the flow of money coming in and out. It's just can changes the way it flows. That means it's more policies and more procedures, more more of a regiment that you have to follow in order to keep the flow being safe. And, yeah. you That's exactly what it is. But the whole downside of my situation was this. The reason why the, the reason why the client started to go out to places was because the shot callers in HQ was like, why these kids aren't going anywhere? So what happened? We take these kids to these places... And then the whole campus have to be on lockdown. I almost want to ask. It sounds like somebody was working with with the governor, the scientists. Say, well, why aren't y'all going out doing it? 
we were actually trying to keep everybody safe. We had we had no cases of this, no cases of that. We were following this, and that the protocol we were following was keeping people from getting sick. But the problem, I'm gonna tell you right now, what the problem was. Whenever we did take these people, whenever I did had to go on outings with with these particular kids, mm-hmm. none of them had masks. Well, I told you the outbreak we had where I located work at is because the ones the ones who got something, but the ones who did not wear masks and who did not want to follow rules or protocols. Those the ones. Now the ones who followed protocol and did what they had to do, there's nothing happened to them. Even to the staff who followed protocol, nothing happened to them. So that's letting you know if you follow this and do this, you're actually keeping you safe and the people around you safe. And, and and you know that was that was that was a mistake on on their part. You know what I'm saying? Because um, if I'm working if I'm working with a supervisor, and if the supervisor is not enforcing these rules, I'm gonna just take care of myself and I'm gonna keep the mask on. I'm gonna be like, all right, bud, you're not gonna talk. All right, cool. And what happened? A week later, hell pretty much went to um, the whole world. The whole place went to hell. Yeah. But, but I'm just I'm just in my little soapbox here. Anyway, <laughs> right to be on the soapbox where you're trying to you make a valid point for the listeners to understand. It's not about politics. This is about public safety. This is about keeping you safe, keeping you healthy. That's what it's really about. A lot of the things when you have physicians who take the time to get themselves educated, licensed to practices. And this is their life and they, their career to study these things. So, so it keeps everybody else safe. It keeps it from getting to a level that it got a while ago. And what happened is people got politicized the vaccine. I understand if you have so many reasons you don't take it, whether it's your religious or rather it's a health reason. No, I, as a person who I am, I'm going to respect your choice. But do what you need to do to keep yourself safe. Do not go out there and misinform other people if you were talking about earlier. All right. Go out there. Do not say the vaccine gives the live uh, COVID virus. It does not. What it does is it lets your body know how to build up an immunity against that type of virus. It was not that particular, but that type of virus that builds your immune system up. So if something hits you, you're not sitting in a hospital dying. Mm. That's the whole point. It builds you up enough. That's like if I continue to train an athlete on how to run a race and I do all these things, if I train you with weights on, so when the actual event or the, comes up and I take the weights off of you, you are more equipped to move faster and stronger and be able to outdo your competitive and they can't touch you. They can come near you, but they can't even touch you. Mm. It just gives you an advantage. Mm-hmm. Not, to say you, not to say you're going to win, not 100%. After abilities already, just ain't, training alone is not going to get you to win the race, but you need some help. And that's what that vaccine is. <laughs> An advantage, exactly. <laughs> but a lot of people think, well, oh, what's the point of taking it if, I'm, if I could get it again? It's... It, it won't send you to the hospital. You won't be on a ventilator. What is it? Like- it, will ner- it, will ner- it will pretty much weaken it. That's what it do exactly what you said. It won't be in a ventilator. Yeah, I just people hope people learn and gain wisdom and understanding through this podcast. Because what we just trying to do provide you with every possible facts out there, so you are a properly equipped to make a, a decision for yourself. We're not going to tell you what to do. We just want to make sure you got the right information to make a decision. That will benefit and get you in the right place. That's why we made we're not made for everyone. Everybody not want to listen to it, but the ones who do listen to it get a lot of information and they do understand. And some of the listeners have sit in and say they got vaccinated because we we provided enough information for them to make a clear decision. We never forced them. We just gave them the information and they made their own mind up. Some did not get it because they they had religious beliefs behind it. And unfortunately, somebody I know that's connected to the same people, they, they, they passed from COVID. Religious reasons. I always want to know what religion says that, that it's not okay to, to, get a, uh, to get a vaccine. 
That's that's all I want to know. What religion? What denomination? Because to me, that just sounds like straight up nonsense. The only one that I saw that had anything close to in their bylaws about not doing about not taking these vaccines. And the whole witnesses, right? Yeah, that's the only. Yeah, one of I course, saw. the ones that are against blood transfusion. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna come off as anti-religion because I'm not. I but... know. <laughs> no, I know that, but and and I just, I just want to clarify that with the audiences, with the audience. But the thing is, is this: it's my the way how I see medicine is this: medicine is medicine, and the practice of 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 medicine is God's way of Him making His creation to learn how to defend for themselves. That's how I see medicine. That's how I see science. And that's how I see it. So the fact that the fact that all these all these medical procedures that are being done is just God's way is this God's way of, of, of expressing it through human extension. Can I throw a curveball out there to you? Sure, enlighten me. Okay, so so what the gospels that that's going to be uh, Matthew, Luke, Mark, and John. Remember, Luke was a physician himself. So you got somebody who wrote the Gospels and things about Jesus was a physician. That's letting you know that's a physician that we already had and that God always used. He could use divine healing or he could use that person through his hand to, to the technology and the knowledge that he gave them to be able to help you. So don't knock something because it's not what you traditionally think what is considered spiritual. And And just for the record... I apply that with every single medical medical procedure. That that includes even the hot button one. Which hot button one? You, two, you know, two, I'm talking about one, the main one. Abortion? Yes. Oh. Because I understand it. I understand the, 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 the reason behind it, but the way I see it. Is is ultimately be a person's choice it's, because we don't know what the person could be going through. At the end of the day, I think I got to end this because I'm gonna to take the parents to the doctor. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, on the realness, on the real, real, if God, if this this religious point of view, God. Buddha, Confucius, I can go through a whole list of but in the Hindu religion. If all of them gave you the freedom of choice, how does a government agency try to take your freedom of choice away? And 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 this is the whole hypocrisy of it. The Republicans, they talk about how the liberals try to take away people's rights, right? Mm -hmm. But then again, when it comes down to a woman, oh nah, yeah, right. you know that's Christian values, no. You know what I'm saying? So, like, don't pick and choose. Don't pick and choose what the state could do and what they can't do, because you know that's that's not that's not what you're about. If you don't want the government interfering, keep that same energy with everything. Facts. But facts. That, that, I'm just I'm just calling it for what it is. Either anti-government or you're not. So so like don't don't come at uh, come at us with that nonsense talking about. Oh no, you can't tell you can't tell us the vaccine, you can't tell us to wear a mask. But when a woman wants to do when a woman wants to do what, what she what's best for her, you're gonna decide to say, nah, you gotta keep it for states, for states that do not invest in social welfare programs. Come on now, man. What sense does that make? It makes none because what are you doing right there is it could be a serious health risk. Now I'm not with somebody killing babies. I'll put it out there. But at the end of the day, you're going to kill one person and kill both persons. Because if we're going to be pro-life, pro-choice, either one of those, you have to be look at what evaluate the situation. Because somebody I knew was at the point of death trying to hold on to a value of saying not to have an abortion. And they had to say, whether you take me or take the baby. As divine individual, the baby ended up coming and was stillborn. Mm. 
because in the whole big picture, you still had three other children to take care of. So this is why I keep saying, when you put stuff in people's mind and let them not have the option to make the choice as God has always given free, free will. Even in the movie, when it had what was Bruce Almighty, that he said you can do anything you want, but you can't touch people's free will. Didn't it say that in the movie? Mm. So if, if you're telling this in a depiction of somebody who had to get to take the place of God, and he said this is what you can do, but you can never take this person's free will. So mm. we cannot do that. And a lot of times, misinformation go right back to misinformation. That's why I guess that was today. But we'll make somebody make a choice, and they have to suffer from it because they're misinformed. If you ask me, it's more of a subtle way of coercion. It is. I'm not going to disagree with you. It is. So, the, the yeah, that's just how I see it. It's it's a it's a subtle. It is coercion in the end of the day because. You like to give you like to give them the impression that it's a choice, but is it really? Because a choice is a first of all when you make choices, it free will and 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 have and have the choice to do things. It shouldn't be limited, in the sense of you got option A or option B. Pick your choice. When you really look at it, is that really a choice? No, because life is full of all choices. Crazy neighbors out here, dog. We got free will to choose anything we want, and we got to remember that. Because once we take away that, I don't know how we'll be an effective people. How are we being effective people when we can't even respect and give people the freedom of choice? When I try to manipulate you through laws and everything, that's the problem. Indeed, it is a, a huge problem. Because if I'm going to be there to support you and all this stuff, I'm going to let you have the freedom of choice. Mm. That's why it say, even though in a, like like to break it down, even to a wedding vow, you have the choice to say I do or I don't. You got that choice. No one forcing you in those matters. Think about it. Yeah, it's true. But the thing is that people don't realize is that regardless of the choices that you have, there's consequences. Yes, consequences. You can have a mate for life or you can have a a, a, a headache for life. <laughs> it all depends on how you interpret it. There we go. He got it. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> But yeah, man, it's, it's, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just that like the whole internet, the irony of the internet is this. It was supposed to be something that was supposed to be used to educate people, but it, it seems to, it seems to be contradicting that very same reason behind it. True. I can agree with that. Because here we are with the with the with the access to have every single thing within minutes. Less than that even. Well, Wi-Fi seconds. But with but there is a whole bunch of things that give the wrong information. And people that deliberately do it as a joke, and people that are for, for lack of knowledge, ignorant, um, they don't realize that there is a joke. Like, like years ago, this is back when the Trayvon Martin situation happened. Mm -hmm. There was there was a um a uh, um a white colleague of mine who was a female. She thought she thought that that George Zimmerman, like he was being threatened right by by this big black guy, and it turns out that the big black guy was the game. It was a meme. It was the game. The rapper, the game, and she didn't know. That that wasn't that wasn't him. She thought that Trayvon Martin was the game. Really? She like I said, she missed she information. Wow. That's bad, yo. That's pretty straightforward right now. Yes. The game. I saw that with the butterfly tattoo. I'm like, you you for real? 
because I didn't know she was joking, but she actually was serious. She thought that that was, she thought that that was legit, legitly Trayvon Martin. But that's just a, that's just a, 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 a bad example of the not point that I was. Example. Not a bad example. It's a real example because some people forget about the simplicity of, of those things right there. How simple that that thing right there can have somebody paint a whole different picture of somebody. Just like they tried to paint the portrait, the portrait of George Zimmerman of being this person that was uh, afraid of and very timid and thought his life was at danger. That's why he had to stand his ground. But when you had somebody else, what you were doing, and you got every evidence that telling you not to follow, not to bother that person, when that person was out there, they're living with their father. That's the crazy thing. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Misinformation is 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 just one of those things in which it's just one of those things that I wish people would take the time to actually, you know, try to figure out what's real, what's not, what's fake, what's not fake, and 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 just you know think critically about it, like not just not just fall for the same cheap tricks, if I may, but just take the time to actually see it, like see. Look at the website and see if it's a, if it's a website that's credible, if it's a website that's respectable, not just not just something that 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 looks great, that looks like a quality website. True. True. But yeah, but it's one of those things that's easier said than done, because even the cheap, even the cheap, um, even even the even the the websites that are sketchy do, do a great job of making it look like it's a respectable news. Like it's a respectable news um agency. Yeah. <sighs> and to know the difference between between opinion shows and actual news shows. Because Fox News, they only report one hour of news. Oh, they get that much? I didn't know they gave that much. <laughs> At least the last I checked, yeah, one hour of news. The rest is all opinion. Okay, that's interesting. Well, well, sir, we're gonna end on that point for today's episode. As, as we have responsibilities, I have responsibilities and I had to get to them. But this was a good show. We, we gave information to everybody that really needed to hear it to get an understanding and see how misinformation and how you've been misinformed. Can, can skew your vision and, and as as I've used in the illustration I had to teach one time you can have good vision or distorted vision when you have distorted vision that means you have too many, many points of view that you're looking through trying to see which one is right so we at the end of that misinformation will cause so many other problems and that cause a domino effect in your life that will cause consequences that you may not be ready to handle mm. That's all I got to say for today. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then, everybody, thank you for tuning in. And may y'all stay safe, stay educated, and stay blessed. Y'all all have right. a good day. Here we out. Bye. Bye.